and we are rolling. So thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and this is Abroad Madness. Welcome back for another episode. How do you connect with because you know, I mean, Japan is obviously a different level of <laughs> like fuck you, don't talk to me. <laughs> But how do you how do you even talk? No, you to put it the wrong way. The It's more about respect in Japan. You know, leave leave my zone and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's your saying. I mean, I mean, I'm doing it. I'm do, I'm doing it right now, and I have my headphones on, and I'm like, kind of just like everyone. I mean, everyone is nice, you know. Like, let's say I forgot my bottle like, at that mm -hmm. area, and then like someone's doing it, I'm like, oh, sorry, can't go. And everyone's like always super nice. It's like, oh, it's fine, mm -hmm. it's fine. You know, everyone's super nice, and there are some people. I'm like, oh, you look really cool. I would really want to talk to you, but like as I said. There's the whole, and also you said it's like there's the whole like oh don't interrupt people don't like you know be a nuisance yeah. to people. But how do you talk to so much people in like this dirty Mexican gym? <laughs> <laughs> They're not all dirty. So, but yeah, you're you're mentioning your right point. So sometimes you're just going to the gym because you want to be by yourself. I mean, it's a yeah, it's a sport that you're just doing by yourself normally. Right. So. For example, when you're wearing headphones, that's normally in a sign that okay, I probably don't want to talk to to right. many people or something. But when when you're going frequently to the gym, you get to know the people because you're just seeing them like every day or every second. Yeah. It depends on <laughs> on how often. Yeah. And when they're like new people, and mm. you can see that they're like really into the sport, mm. so they already made some progress and living uh, lifting heavy weights and stuff. So you can. You can see, and you kind of get a feeling if you just want to talk to some people. So in in Mexico, normally some people are just hitting on you and like, "Hey, what are you doing in in our city here?" And oh, know. you look great, or you you do you're doing great great exercise, or just randomly <laughs> hitting it's up compliments. on you. So, compliments. <laughs> no, not not only, but normally, of course, I'm I'm leaving their space. So if people mm -hmm. come up to me and talk to me, that's that's nice and. Most of the time, they just have a community where they're talking with each other anyway and working out together. And right. um, there's always a, a chance just to to have a small chat mm -hmm. about where you go for eating after your workout and how oh, often yeah. you go. And do you have any recommendations for other gyms in other cities? And there are always some some things that you can talk about. And it's they're they're always very open. So easy yes there's always like a different culture in every different country because i i mean that it's also because of your mindset of like you want to know people you want to know more about the city so with that mindset and you go to the gym obviously you're gonna know, attract people who can actually give yeah, you that yeah probably but right. but japan and asia in general also like Uh, teach me to to respect everyone's private space and uh, <laughs> i i want to be the last person who is just randomly hitting up at people in the gym and like talking right. randomly to to people because i i don't want this by myself as well so <laughs> <laughs> always about the balance and probably develop a little feeling about how, how much is okay and how much is, is annoying because a thing that i learned in japan you don't want to annoy people <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually true. I still remember like I have to like kind of. I mean, I wasn't even there so long too. Like I was around like two years, but I've definitely like the culture has definitely grown on me to a point where mm -hmm. you guys are kind of like a little bit too loud or doing something. I'm like, dude, guys, 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 chill, 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 chill. True, like, you know, true. Trying yeah. to like, get you guys, you know, back on the leash. 
Try to get up. Make sure you guys don't yeah, go which, wild. Which is very important. That's right. I think I re- I remember doing that a lot with you guys. <laughs> I remember, for example, on the train. I, I mean, in oh, Japan, yeah. in the train, you're just respecting the private zone of everyone being quiet. Everyone probably having having a rest during a stressful day and stuff. So yeah, they like, they don't want to have some some loud foreigners talking loud and annoying everyone so that's definitely a thing that kept them in my mind or you just for example the, the discussion about mask like face masks during covid oh, was yeah. a big thing in germany and in, in japan it's like super normal i know and yeah. the mindset in in uh, japan is just like okay i'm wearing a face mask to protect the others mostly not just protect myself but i'm feeling sick so i'm probably wearing a face mask yeah protecting yeah the others and here the mindset is like oh i i want my own freedom i don't want to <laughs> wear it because i'm 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 not afraid of getting sick or something it's yeah, the other yeah. way around so it's just always putting yourself first and in japan it's it's so different and always putting the community first and or for example, standing up in line is is so nice in front of the the trains or something where they're standing up in line, respecting each other's space, being nice. polite and so on. And in Germany, it's like oh, I'm just going in the train <laughs> and people running out of the train and not respecting each other. It's it's sometimes a little bit sad to see, and uh, I, I miss the respectful and polite mm. uh, manner of Japanese people. Yeah, I mean. It's true, definitely. Like, uh, back to the masking a little bit. Like, one thing that I realized, like, wearing masks in Japan is good is because uh, the, I think for some people, the girls, like the women, they don't have to do makeup, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a good, it's a, apparently it's a great thing. for Like, you know, uh, I think even back before, you know, before COVID happens, if you see suddenly like a woman or like a girl suddenly wears like a mask out of nowhere, it's usually because mm-hmm. that that day, that day they just are like they're just like a oh, fuck life. I don't want to wear makeup, so they just wear a mask. That's smart, <laughs> right? So they they've been doing this. They've been using masks as a, as an excuse ever since like yeah, you know, right. before, right? And one thing I've definitely recently realized is in Japan because cleanliness, like you know how you look, is super important. Not to say mm-hmm. like you know everywhere else is not, but in Japan you have there's like oh. Uh, as a guy you need to shave every single day there can't be a stubble you can't have any mustache or like a beard mm-hmm. nothing you know for most jobs yeah. with the mask you get away with a lot of shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, true yeah. it's great like i'm not gonna lie like the mask has saved me like you know from sa- shaving every single day like sometimes i'm like eh. <laughs> kind of should shave today so i would shave it and then i'll leave it for like a, a week like i mean i'm yeah, asian my sense. beard doesn't grow that that long but it's still a little bit annoying yeah so, i can yeah. imagine i also remember i asked some japanese friends and they're just like yeah i'm just wearing it because it's cold outside you know it's nice and warm exactly. and it's true now in winter it's true. <laughs> yeah it's yeah sometimes it, it helps it helps with like just a cold. Mm-hmm. I think like uh, I asked like uh, Belinda. Do you remember her Australian girl? Oh no, you don't know her. No, I, I didn't <gasps> met her. Shit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, this this is a this is a problem with me. Like I get I I messed up. up I messed your up friends. Yeah, <laughs> I messed up the batches. But so she Australian. Did you just say girl. batches? Batch, batch. <laughs> so we're kind of batches coming to Japan. Yeah, basically. I mean, it sounds bad, but then. That's right. It's, I mean, you guys have made me kind of 
numb to goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Like I've gotten so numb at goodbye saying goodbyes that I'm like, oh, it's fine. We're gonna meet. Like you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you know, for a normal person, they would go through university, and when they you know graduate, everyone's gonna oh, we're not gonna meet each other ever again. They they cry about it, they get sad about it, they celebrate about mm-hmm. it, and then for me, I'm just like you know because of all the goodbyes I've had to say with every single foreigner, <laughs> like yeah. it's actually very sad and also kind of great that I got used to it. Yeah, I can can imagine. You usually just go True. like one by one. You're like, oh, I'm going back on this day. I'm going back on this day. I'm going back on this day. So yeah, so you're not losing the whole piece in one. So it's just like step by step. Probably you're getting to know new people and stuff. So. Yeah, that's actually the more sh- like shitty part because it's like oh, like I think there was uh yeah I think it was like a, a half like a semester later with you guys. It's <laughs> everyone was kind of going at the same time but just different days. So we were having like a like farewell party every single week, like every single day, actually. And then, True. not gonna lie, at some point we just kind of got super tired. Like a, a, we, me and me, as in like the Japanese people, me and the Japanese people, we kind of got super tired because like we were spending a lot of money and we were like you know spending a lot of our men- like mental mentality <laughs> just to keep up with this shit. Because for you guys, it's your last time, but for us. We have like this last time and the next last time and the yeah, next yeah. like you know Just the next one of day many too. Farewells. <laughs> right. So yeah, that definitely you know being with a lot of like meeting up with a lot of foreigners definitely got me very used to farewells. Okay. So, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but <laughs> yeah. Speaking back to the Australian with the mask. So when COVID hit, it was winter in Australia and summer in Japan. I I was telling her like how like the mask has been shit. It's been doing a lot of like shit things with my face. You know, it's been giving mm-hmm. me like like face like mass pimples, mm-hmm. like mass acne's. And she was like kind of like oh shit, I forgot I have to deal with that shit. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, it's because it's winter there, so they can just like the mask actually provides us like a second layer of warmth <laughs> for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's I guess, right. Uh, but I mean, winter in Australia is not that hard, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they they have some. They have to care about the sun. Probably, it's protecting from the sun as well. I need to get a sun sunglass sunglasses. I okay. need to get sunglasses, and I also need to get more sunscreen. Which is kind of weird that you know I would get this during winter, but <laughs> yeah, right. For snowboarding, no, because... makes sense. No, snowboarding, I have goggles. You know, I have, like, the goggles. Okay, for it, and covered your face. I actually have, like, a, <laughs> as I said, I'm fully prepared. Like, last nice. week, it was super sunny. So, I have, mm-hmm. like, a the neck the neck thing. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. called. Like, a just, like, a neck thing to cover the whole thing. So, I forgot my sunscreen. And I was, like, I refuse to look like the people who just came back from the ski resort with, like, the top part of their face, like, normal. And then the bottom part just red. And I was like, I refuse <laughs> to look like that. Yeah. So, so at that time, I just basically put the whole. I I had a helmet, so I just put the 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 neck thing just all over my face, the uh, the helmet and my mask, and I I look like I look like a mummy, like you know, basically just covered everything. You can't see us like any skin. Yeah, that's nice. That is good for the sun and also good for like you know, when it's super like when it's snowing and raining and but. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to snowboarding, but just not looking forward to getting rid of the ice from my house. 
are from my car park. thing what what oh you're from your car park okay mm. yeah should be fine you know everyone has in work at work it's just like prepping me like you know making sure i'm like good it's just they're like oh like it's shit i you know i need are, are you sure you already got like the tires the winter tires or did you get like the shovel did you get like this thing that thing oh yeah it's kind of shit like you know working in winter like you the moment the sun rises you're at work and then the moment the sun like you know sets you're also at work and, yeah <laughs> yeah in winter it's so hard Wait, yeah, like I've, waking up in the dark going home in the dark that's so yeah. tiring I mean that has never been a case for me because as a student you just go back whenever you go back you know sometimes it's very bright sometimes it's very dark like I yeah, went true. back I went back to my house at 5am before not because of mm-hmm. drinking but just because I had you know to stay in, in the lab <laughs> so like yeah, but by the way, like, so now you're currently in Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf? I can't say that word. Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf, right. <laughs> so no, uh, no, yes, I'm I'm kind of based there right now, mm. but um, I'm back in Magdeburg these days ah, okay. because I'm, I'm visiting some friends. And then it's almost Christmas. Next week I'm going uh, to my mom and then together to my grandpa celebrating oh. Christmas with my, my family. Yeah, but then next month I'll be back job hunting in, in Dusseldorf and then probably start working soon. Just for future reference, because I might, you know, as I said, I might go to Germany. I might work yeah, in you're Germany. you're always welcome, Tom. <laughs> but, I mean, run me through, like, how the whole job hunting, like, you know, because job hunting, the job hunting scene in Japan is quite different. So, yeah, kind of run me through, like, what, what I should prepare, you know, watch. I, I mean, obviously, you're still in the middle. You still haven't found a job yet. But, mm-hmm. you know, what I should look out for, why maybe I should, I guess, achieve before I go to Germany to get a job? <laughs> well, just basically I, I any say, advice. I, I would say it's not that strict uh, in Germany. I I mean, everyone is uh, looking for, for good people, for good talents. Mm-hmm. And uh, some applications are just, I, I was just sending a CV two pages of my CV to them and they call me and we discussed everything else together with them. <laughs> some others are like putting more effort in it where you have to like solve some cases during the process and have several interviews with human resource uh, departments and with some technical departments and so on. Everyone wants to, to, to get to know you. But in general, I would say it's very respectful and uh, the well, it depends on the field, but you're an architect and I'm working in the area of engineering so it's uh i'm not i'm not working by the way I'm, i I'm not i know working. but but if you if you want to take this as a reference to ah, Germany, okay, yeah, okay. you have studies in in architecture of course now you're I, I think you're doing doing some sales right oh you remember yeah of course i, am. I, of course <laughs> I remember and then then you have good references and i, I think mm. shouldn't be a problem lots lots of the jobs are also english speaking and so and i would say Düsseldorf is also a good place for you to go because there are like I don't know six hundred Japanese companies around there, so I'm I'm sure they'll be very interested uh, in you and your skills. Well, I guess maybe the next thing I should probably try is to get like the German, what the speaking test. Thing. Yeah, right, but. You know, Tyler, his German is also not the best and he made it here with, <laughs> without any German and has a really good job. And so, 
But I mean, he's doing it's, IT. He's doing IT, so that's a different field. Like, you know, that doesn't actually require any, like, you know, language. Yeah, yeah, true. But there are also other areas where you can survive with English. But yeah, sure. please, sure. please learn German so you can hang out with me and my friends and um, talk <laughs> German stuff. <laughs> like beer. Give me, give me a beer or something. Wait. Uh, ein Bier bitte. That's how oh, you yeah. can order it. Ein Bier bitte. Ein Bier bitte. And in Düsseldorf, it's like a special beer. It's called Altbier, like old beer. It's a, a darker oh. beer. So, of course, you always have to say Ein Altbier bitte. Altbier bitte. Very I'm very looking <laughs> for... I took, I took half a year. <laughs> half a year of German. <laughs> it was pretty intense. Like, did you actually did like a classes? For like the German classes, like did you go there to kind of like uh, volunteer to like you know speak with the Japanese students there? Uh, I did uh, an English chat, so oh yeah, I remember yeah. English chat means there there are some students coming to the library if they want. Yeah. I think during the breaks or something, and then you just talk with uh, with them about their weekend, about anything, and they just want to practice some English, and that was nice. I think the, no, some others no. did the German chat or the, I think also some assistants of German. Yeah, classes. yeah. I was talking about the assistant one. So I, I mean, I did like a, the German class and, you know, they had like a German teacher there. So I was like, yeah, you know, better, you know. That's Why so cool, giving, giving the internationals the opportunity to, to get right. to know with the students and use a little right, bit of right. the language. That's so cool. I, I didn't experience this in Thailand, for example. And I think uh, it's yeah. also not really common in, in um, our German university, sadly. Oh. I still find it weird. I gotten used to it, but I still find it weird that the moment you can speak two languages, they are like, oh my God, you're basically God. And then the moment you, sp <laughs> you can speak three languages, they're like, oh my God, I should idolize you. And then the moment they find out that you can speak four, they're like, how? How, how are you such a genius? I'm like, thanks to Malaysia? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm jealous about this. I can just speak German, English is fine, but Japanese, Thai, so always yeah, just yeah, a little you bit. Ha you have a also Spanish now, just a little bit. Yeah, from your Mexican trip. Right. <laughs> Wait, how, why, why did you decide to take a trip to Mexico in the midst of the pandemic? So, <laughs> you, you, it's, it's a good advice you can always go to mexico because mexico was never closed during the pandemic but anyway no i had some some free time because like i mentioned before in thailand they enrolled me mm -hmm. as a wrong student as an international uh... student i need to be enrolled like a, a normal student there and they did the whole paperwork procedure again and took uh, more than three months to rerun the whole program all the paperwork with a proposal Damn. of my master's thesis and applying for the master's thesis then handing in the master's thesis and there are some time frames between this it's a lot of uh paperwork there in thailand so it's basically a little bit more than three months time that i can use and i'll be jumping in the work life in the near future so it was a uh, one of my last chances to have a longer trip so uh, i wanted to go somewhere nice. where it's warm and i went there with a friend who can speak perfectly spanish so uh, <laughs> you had a tour guide so, basically I basically had a tour guide, which is also very important in Mexico because the level of English is okay. So I had to learn some some Spanish, but like what? definitely <laughs> definitely not that good. I don't I don't want to show off here, you know. <laughs> it's fine. Like I already know four. I show off like sometimes. 
you know. Yeah. Do you have do you still have problems switching between your languages? Because between German and English, it's no problem. But now I know Japanese a little bit, Thai a little bit, French a little bit, Spanish a little bit, but all just like a very low level. And when you know uh -huh. low level, switching between them and mixing up the words where you're not that like well established is so hard. And I'm just like, oh wait, this is French or Spanish, and this one is like. It's it's really hard. It takes me some time to get back into into e even the basic uh, skills of the languages. I think for me, because English comes very naturally, Chinese also mm -hmm. comes very very naturally. Japanese, I mm -hmm. use it. I mean, normal conversation Japanese, I'm fine. If you get like very technical, I'm like, what? Uh, show me the kanji. <laughs> I would just like show me the kanji always every single oh, time. Nice. Yeah. But with German. In Korean, I've been trying to learn it. Mm -hmm. well, I know okay. some Korean words, so it's like I mm -hmm. use it like I use only know some, and I use it there. And then when I was you know back then where there was more Germans around me, I would just use like very simple German, like like no, <laughs> that is not good, <laughs> or that is doom, <laughs> or like just like I don't know. I I've always had like a I don't think it's a talent, but I have always never been shy about using a language like no i don't mm -hmm. care how much i don't know about it you know as long as people don't don't tell me like repeatedly tell me like oh it's wrong it's wrong it's wrong i would just yeah, keep yeah, using yeah. it and yeah that's like, so that's so good i mean i'm very comfortable with just saying like yo das ist richtig which is like you know everyone's like oh okay you can speak some i'm like yeah yeah nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well so like yeah and then but Because my in, in Malaysia, it's very common to just like change languages or just like mix everything mm -hmm. together. So for me, I actually want that. I actually want to be in an environment where I can actually just mix all the languages I know and just like speak. <laughs> I actually do kind of want that. And the only people that can actually, you know, provide this environment for me is the Malaysians who are studying in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> right i can imagine you're mixing up all the languages yeah yeah one yeah one sentence <laughs> yeah actually yeah like uh usually whenever people like you know make they're like oh yeah like what's like you know living in malaysia like i would just say oh yeah we can just say one sentence it's like four or five languages you know mm -hmm. like matcha means friend <laughs> which is weird I think in Ta Tamil or Hindi, not really sure. I never learned it. I just had like one Indian friend and like he just told me matcha. Matcha. Like, okay. Matcha, matcha, matcha. Matcha? It's just matcha? friends. Yeah. Sounds like matcha, like the, the tea. Uh, like the tea, okay. Yeah, matcha. No, I, I cannot tell you anything about it. Yeah. And then like, yeah, it's so much things like, uh, I mean, even in Malaysia, where it used to be like, The Malays know Malay, the Chinese know Chinese and Malay and English mm -hmm. because, you know, we had to learn it. Malay is our country's language. And then mm -hmm. the Indians are more with uh, Tamil or Hindi, Hindu mm -hmm. and uh, what uh, English and uh, Malay. Mm -hmm. So it used to be like that. But then recently, you know, so let's say tapao, which means like to take out, which just like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the act of just like putting something into like a bowl to just take out. So Dabao okay. is actually English. Hey, sorry. Dabao is actually Chinese. Dabao. Yeah. But then, okay. so usually the Malays or like the Indians or everyone, like, you know, everyone that is not Chinese would not use it. 
But then recently, mm-hmm. or maybe like really, really back then, I, I mean, I've been back in Malaysia for quite some time. Like mm-hmm. people would be fine with using that word. Like, you know, the Malays be like, hey, oh, like, uh, ini tapau, three, three bungkus. Like, which means like, oh, I want to take away three package, package of this. So, yeah. Okay. That's like something that is very special yeah, for us special. Malaysians. True. But it's nice mixing up a little bit. If it doesn't mix, it just feels... Like, you know, right now, when I'm speaking right now, like, if, like, a normal Malaysian listened to me, they're like, what the? Are you sure he's Malaysian? You know, are you actually <laughs> sure? Can't imagine. I actually got to talk more about English ever since I went to Japan, which is weird. Yeah. My my English also made a, made a big progress when I went to Japan because learning Japanese from <laughs> English makes you uh... also improve your English very much. <laughs> Sorry for the cliffhanger. But as always, thank you for listening. This is Tom from Abroad Madness, and we will see you next episode. Bye-bye.